This is Ben C. on Griper, 718-339-6020. little note concerning safety. Stroller safety. Never leave a child unattended in the stroller. Never use a stroller in the place of a crib. Also, also keep the children in your view. Keep them closed in also. And the plastic people put over during the rain, be very careful. Especially crossing the streets. Many times that like we walk by ourselves, we go to the edge, even go into the street. Put a stroller, it's recommended to stay way back. Unfortunately, there are stories. Some cars don't look so much. And things have happened. I know places like King's Highway, there's certain narrow strips. People people just put their foot out a little into the street and that was it. So be very careful with the strollers. Special ice, etc., etc., but especially going into the street especially against the light, it's really crucial. And there's many other <coughs> ideas concerning safety. A person should always think of nefesh. It's important to make sure you take care of your children and yourself. <coughs> so today we're continuing to talk about the <coughs> simple in marriage and <coughs> good marriages using Victor <coughs> Miller's Ten Commandments of Marriage. And one was, love your spouse like yourself. Now, we're going to first do it the opposite way. Shemilchan uh, and used to talk about the opposite way. Don't do to others that you don't want done to you. It's an important, solid foundation of marriage. Try to think a little bit outside of yourself and think, what don't I want done to me? And if you think a little bit and it goes along the whole trend of feeling good about yourself and being involved and busy and encouraging, it's very important. Don't do to others, especially your mates, what you don't want done to you. Some people feel they have to raise their voice. They have to yell. Again, in many cases, it's harder for the lady, being home all day, emotions, sometimes get out of hand a little bit, but still, we all have to watch, especially the man who comes in and yells. That's a destruction. You call it in temporary insanity even. The person has to be in control. Especially to walk into the house and everyone should feel on eggshells. And sometimes with the mama on eggshells. We don't want to do to others to make them feel uneasy. Recently I spoke to someone. Husband came in the house and he'd... Very knowledgeable man and... Good reputation. Yet when he walked into the home, everyone was very nervous. Oh, don't do this. Pick up this. You're speaking bad words. This is the law, and a whole bunch of other things. And after a while, everyone felt very uneasy. One of the boys said, I don't like uh, 
Dad, I don't like Abba. I don't like Tati. Not good. So you have to be careful. There's messages we have to give to our families, but there's ways to do it. But to come in <coughs> and right away be picky uni about many things. I know people have walked in the home. It's a hard day, a long day, if it's working or learning. And sometimes he's only home for an hour, hour and a half. And the first thing, pick up this, pick up this, do this. And one man who went do diapers when he walked in. And right away expected supper. This is, you don't want this to be done to you. After you work a hard day, the first thing is all that you did wrong. So the yelling and even the idea of listening. Someone's trying to speak, ask, even cry out for help or attention. To not listen. I have to get a phone call now. I have to do this now. Or stop. Stop, stop belly aching. Whatever it is. You want people to listen to you. All of a sudden, you're not listening to anyone. You don't hear. You don't see beyond. Your husband had a very hard day today. We had the story to be realistic, expect the unexpected. Many times your mate and family members have had a difficult, long day. Tense day. Everyone does. What is Hashem is uh, serious stuff. Uh, a mate comes in or is in the house already. You have to understand, they went through 12 hours or more without you when it wasn't uh, a breeze. So to come in <coughs> and already not to listen, that could be the worst thing you could do to a person. As soon as you heard, we mentioned no tension zone, encourage, encourage. And yes, sure, because the other person is important and that's a way to answer. And also to validate. And not to listen is is a problem. But it all takes inner strength, inner direction, having your goal in mind and for now and for life. And with that, <coughs> one of the commandments, also don't be a tyrant. So that goes along with, and it could be a tyrant in many ways. First of all, commanding and demanding things to do. And putting the other person down. Why didn't you pick up the milk? Why didn't you do this? You sat around the whole day and I was with the kids the whole day. And a big zets. You know, it's commanding and demanding. <coughs> Either way. And then the other person becomes very, very difficult. And being a tyrant doesn't have to only mean in ways of demanding and commanding that the other party feels very uneasy. The whole day, both of you, all of you. So it's a tyrant. To be a tyrant, it's, uh, it's dangerous. You can be a tyrant, like I mentioned, other ways, like withholding money. Well, <clears throat> see, you're overspending. So this this week, 
you can't have this. I know personally mentioned stories, micromanaging. He was so tight, he knew by computer and other ways exactly what his wife spent even when she went to pick up a, a coffee somewhere. And it was a tyrant. She was, she was uneasy. And if she tried, tried to save money, which she probably should have more in this case, but be a tyrant, a tyrant. Anything you're using as a leverage to persuade, to convince, to, to make the other person do what you want is a, is a tyrant. It's a tyrant. Be very, very careful to use strategies like that. There's always constructive, positive ways to do things. There might be such a thing as tough love, but even that has to be done with the direction the very strict direction, but husband and wife, it's not the way to go. So think to yourself, am I being a tyrant? Am I pushing in areas I shouldn't push in? Am I doing it the improper way? Also, a person could be a tyrant by holding back affection. Instead of saying, if you don't do this, I'm not going to do this. And many, many stories with holding back in affection that has caused more tension and destruction. A man or woman who holds back the duties of a man or a woman. Like we said, you don't have to solicit love, but one who holds back constantly mention affection. We always pay, mention the three A's, attention. Hold back attention. You ignore the other person doing things. That's, that's rough. You don't want that to be done to you. Appreciation. Can you imagine? She does, does the laundry day and night, day and night, and not a word. You don't like when... You're trying to do something good, and the only thing you can get is a bop in the head. And affection is a, is, a, is a crucial one. Never, never, never hold back. Never, never. When you start holding back affection, it's what you're supposed to do in this world. And if you hold back affection, you don't want someone to hold back affection from you. Do not lose, use it as a leverage. We see the commandment of loving your mate like yourself is crucial. First, again, don't do unto others you don't want done to you. And those are a few things we mentioned. Another thing that's a little surprising, which is uh, another one of the commandments. <clears throat> this was number nine. Being a tyrant was number ten. So, but this is number eight. Let me mate like yourself. But do not dress slovenly. It's an important one. In other words, we're very good when we go to work and you look real sharp. Men or women. And we can make sure this is in place in the nicest suit 
and sharp tie, nice dress, and nice shaitel, whatever it is, we can make sure we look good for the public. When we come into the house, when we come into the house, do we do the same? That's something to think about. <clears throat> something to think about. The great rebellion, great people, when they walked into the house, they first dusted off their jackets, they wiped their pants behind their ears, make sure they look sharp, got themselves in a proper, healthy mood, thinking we're meeting the Shechina, Shem is in the home, my wife in the Shechina, welcoming committee. And a person can walk in looking nice. And a lady too, it's hard if you know your husband's coming home. A little bit is very hard. <laughs> You're doing homework. You just serve supper. Everything got all, all over your dress. Not so simple. You look a little disheveled. Yet, if anything can be done to not dress slovenly, because what happens is, women's case is hard. Sometimes men's case is hard. But when you're dressing slovenly, you're in some ways could be like you're not showing your your mate respect. Saying, I dress like I dress. We see the Havdil in the streets, people dressing like they want to dress. With t shirts with improper things on it. With dress and haircuts and hair color and Many, many things in the street, they say what they want to say. And it's almost say it's not even at the level of, I don't care what you say. It's always almost to the level of, it is to the level of spite. Like a spit in the face. Walk in the street, someone has something on the cross of their chest saying, not a proper word. Or saying and doing and dressing like they want, even though it, it might make other people irritable person could be aware of such a thing. I don't want to offend other people in any way possible, the way I dress, the way I act, the way I talk. It is important. So a person can do that. A person can be aware how I dress. Especially today, again, it's not just I don't care. Not just saying I want to dress like I want. But saying I don't really care what you think. And in a home, again, it's much harder when a person is involved 24 hours of what is Hashem, like the men and women are today. But still, to be aware. Don't do to others you don't want done to you. And you know when your mate is not dresses properly as they can be. I guess you take it for granted. But on the other hand, it's not its not a feeling of tremendous happiness. But if you know your husband comes home, the first thing, he walks into the bathroom, ties his arms up, maybe puts on another shirt, whatever it is. It's a whole different thing. When you come, you can imagine your wife the whole day you see her trying to get tidied up and putting some makeup. I don't know. That's a hard one. 
but to look real nice for you every day. And her day was the hardest day on the planet Earth. She's saying, I care about you. I care about how you feel. I want to make you happy. That's unimaginable. Especially if you have supper on the table too. And a man who comes home. His work clothes or even the yeshiva goes into the restroom. And he really tidies himself up, tucks himself in, tries to look sharp. And walks out clean, straight for the mama. He says, how are you? How was your day? How can I help? But he gets to work. Don't do to you. Don't do what you don't want done to you. You see, this is the opposite. But there's things we have to do. Because we don't do, we take for granted. Okay, I don't have to dress up for him when I, he comes in. I'm so busy. Or I just came in from yeshiva and my shirt's open and, you know, I look. Oh, you can look nice. Why not? But this idea of the world that I dress high as I dress, this is who I am, this is what is. And of course the world goes much further. I mentioned like almost they spit each other's face all the time in the street. I don't care what you think, but spite you. How you feel doesn't matter to me. So we can begin the program <coughs> of doing the opposite. Actually, do the opposite, and therefore, again, keep in mind. Said a number of times already. Don't do to others to your mate that you don't want done to you. So keep in mind your words. Keep in mind your actions. <clears throat> I told the story. Woman called up. I can't take it. He comes home. He's grumpy. He does this. Does this. Does that. He doesn't participate. He always gets me in a bad mood. So I said, what do you do? I wait for him. So I said to her, next time he comes in, you give him a big smile. Another one might said, make a nice dish. Another one, put in some mega get dressed. And in each one of those cases where the relationship wasn't so good, it turned around so quickly. Maybe at the beginning superficially, <coughs> It was a step. But when you dress like you want, or you dress because you can't do it, it's not your fault, but it has an effect. Same with a man. He walks in, he walks around the corner before he comes, he has a little done it before he comes, he fixes himself up. When he comes in, he tries to look nice, comes in, hello, what are you, I'm home. Right to the wife, hi, my beautiful lady. We're talking a little while, how to give encouraging words. It's a whole different, whole different outlook. And with that, stay away from again the dress. We can turn things around. We we'll start with that. How I, you can do what to others that you want to do done to you. It's hard. Everyone has different feelings what they what they like. Do a lot of things like we just said. Start with dressing nice to each other. You'll see. A woman could turn a man around. A man could turn a woman around. Can you imagine? He comes in, puts on his tie and says, Okay, 
I'm going out tonight. Put this tie on. What am I putting my tie on? With my lady now. He can say many, many things he could do. Many, many things a man can do to turn it around. And, as far as we mentioned, being a tyrant. Not being a tyrant. Being the opposite. Speak calmly. Not being a tyrant takes not being critical. How to overlook. Don't feel everything I have to say. Everything I have to say. Because you overlook and you have to ask when is the right time to approach on the situation? How do I do it? In what manner? And many times if you come in, like we're going to talk more about it now, in a positive, constructive way, and each part is positive and constructive, then when things are a little off base, again, most things don't have to be addressed right away. 99%. But if something does have to be addressed, there's ways to address instead of addressing. You shouldn't do this. And you did this and explained wrong. And then it becomes a discussion because the other party might have different ways to talk about the situation. But instead, you can say, ah, sorry, I, I don't feel comfortable. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe I feel uncomfortable when you when I mean, children speak that way. But feelings is much stronger. Feelings is a fact. Because I'm sorry, honey. I just feel so uncomfortable. I, it's, it's hard. I, that alone saying she doesn't like something. Especially children. Especially today. No one could take the word no anymore. So no one can say, take the eyebrows going up anymore. So you could tell it. I know a person whose son called him from out of town. And years ago, I went, his friends wanted to go skiing downhill. So he asked the father. The father said, uh, Abba doesn't feel comfortable. Turned to his friends and said, my father said no. But that was, again, because the relation began with encouraging, 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 encouraging. And positive, positive, I'm helping, I'm helping, I'm Superman to, your ch to the child. So that attitude of be when you there, the father, the husband, is a calmness in the house it's got to work on it it's got to work on it and then it creates where you can look away look away no one to look away no what not to look away then how to deal with it privately at what time and where and when and many things because we feel like we have to say it right now so you can do it to others <clears throat> by speaking a certain way by encouraging I have a list in front of me of things to do to recognize your, your mate. We're not recognizing your wife. Thank her for doing the laundry, sorting the clothes and folding them. Why not? For keeping the house clean or trying to keep the table clean at least. It's, it's a hard. You can direct your words so many different ways. You walk into the home and it's a little bit of a turmoil. You say, sweet, I don't know how you do it with all the busyness. I see the supper's ready. I see the table's nice. I see the children happy. So many different ways you can start a trend of speaking in constructive and nice ways. 
That's how you want to be treated too, everybody. That's how you want to be treated. It works. It works. Works on you. You can work it on other people, especially your mates. And you get to talk about delicious meals she makes. And they take care of the children. At the same time, she goes shopping. And even though she, you can tell, I see you're so careful with money. You're trying so hard. And it's hard. Because the man comes home, like I mentioned many times, he goes to the store to get milk and tissues. It costs $10 maybe. But if she goes, it costs $50. She has to buy other things that keep the house stable and secure. Men don't get it so fast. But even then, if you see, she's, she's really trying. If tell her. That'll make more of an impact for her to be more fu frugal than comments of causing tension and don't spend, don't do this, and et cetera. Especially being brought up in society, people do have, and people have credit cards, and people have been brought up in more affluent ways. The old days, people brought up without a credit card. And people went to the store, you paid what you had, and you didn't have, you didn't pay, you didn't buy. But today is not like that. So you have to, and then paying, making up, and owing money is not so simple, but whatever it is, you can be careful. You can say thank you for being careful with money. Shabbos preparations. And to talk with her how she's a kind lady. Every dish she serves on Shabbos, ah, go out of your keli. Millie just say, before any Shabbos drusha, any pilpul. First thing is dunk in the rebison. Thank the wife. Thank the mom in front of the children five, ten times during the meal. Even tell the children to them privately. Go over to mommy. Thank her. Maybe give a little cheek kiss on the cheek before the meal. Pour it on, guys. And compliment. Any, any comments you can get about her dress. Or her shaita or cooking. The way she's with people. She came up with a good idea. How she deals with your children, both of your children. And nothing wrong with her, with a surprise present when you walk in. Encourage, encourage, just do what you want done to you. You want people to recognize you, give you attention, appreciation, affection. Treats, get her, get her a book once in a while, not a Musa book. A nice inscription on it, an old man did that. You saw the inscriptions on his books. Very nice. The book is about a hero, and you said you can write in there, my hero, my wife, my hero. You can get your husband, save her, my hero. And jewelry, if there's money for jewelry, that's nice too, once in a while. And whatever you can get for it. Some women like stuffed animals. Build a bear. There's a lot of cute things we can do. We constantly mention in the morning there's nothing wrong with a nice note next to where your lady wakes up and saying, Good have a good day. And a note going to the refrigerator, she opens up, I love you. Whatever it is, you like these things done for you. And if it's different for a man and a woman, okay. But you know what makes your wife click or tick. And you can get these things in a woman to her man. So many compliments when he walks in. He's learning. He's working a hard day. Sweetheart, how you do? You wake up early. Dafyomi and you daven and you come and you work. You come home and I see. He brings in Torah. 
If he says something nice, a drusha, say something complimentary. His Torah learning, his actions, if he's helping around the house, helping you. Bang away, give him those compliments. He, do to others what you want done to you. Say it, say it, say it. You mentioned when he comes in, nothing wrong with a nice watermelon, nice bread for him, a nice hello for him. Big thing. And he's dressed properly too, you can say something. He's a little late once in a while. We have to see how these things can be avoid arguments. You might say in a nice moment, sweet, you can go home a little earlier tomorrow because I need your help here. There's ways to do that. And encouragement again job, his learning, his leader of the household. You can make him in feel like Superman. When you ask him to do things, you can ask for the nice, sweet help. <clears throat> Takes five times to say it. <clears throat> it's difficult, but it's better. That's what we see a Salah Harab, because husband and wife have a, a rub to talk to when your husband needs a little refining, or your wife seems... It's a little friction there, how both of you can use a little talk. And thank him. He's working, supporting the home. Give him tzedakah. You have a Torah home. You both need it here. You both need it. It might not be the biggest time machachim, but you both need it. Positive attitude, whatever it is, any little 1% positive attitude. Get that positive attitude. I like the way you... They're always helping other people. Well, how you learn with Chayim. Be nice to your mother. Pour it on. Be creative. Don't be critical. And we have to understand we can create a good, positive relationship. So much can be done. So again, love your spouse like yourself. We started off by saying, don't do to others that you don't want done to you. Listen again to go over, go over, review, review. And second, but then do to others that you want done to you with a positive, constructive way. We just spoke about it. person can listen to this talk again. I have to listen to this talk again. We can see ourselves... Uh, in a tremendous relationship. We can really build a bias netmon. Today especially, husband and wife, the children need you. Situations that people don't have. Don't create a situation where the children don't have mama and papa working together. We have to grow up. It's eternal. It's eternity is at stake. Recently, I've seen people need a place to live, walk into the house and have nowhere, no people in their lives. I don't know what happened in the younger days, what happened in the recent days, but alone, no family, eventually no friends or a few friends, nowhere to live even, much the broken and jobs. Husband and wife, you're creating eternal place the children you can't get too we're too wrapped up in our own our own our own you have to be an actor be an actor 
Eventually, you, you'll live the act. Eventually, you'll be happy with the act. Eventually, you'll see how constructive it was. And you'll see the children from Brissom and Bar Mitzvahs and Hasanas and grandchildren. You'll see, and you'll be dancing plenty. And eventually, the wife and husband sands, uh, you know, sandpaper. You sand each other out a little bit. So think. We always have a slocha bracha in Rooknes and Gashmias. This has been C. Young Griper, 718 339 6020.